Oh, wow. That's a fun way to start a show. That's a fun way to start a morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> Baboon. Wakey, wake. Oh, is that a third voice I heard? I know, man. Todd and Jay, live from the basement. Special guest in the studio today. We have Miss Christine. Hello. How are you this morning? I'm good. Yeah. How are you guys? Fabulous. Fabulous. Always fabulous. Awake, running late. <laughs> well, you know, Jay, traffic. Jay holding up the podcast this morning. Oh, that was painful. <laughs> so what's up, man? What do we got going on today? Well, we've been talking about doing a, a women, ladies. Women of rock. Of rock. I think actually I didn't even think about this, but it corresponds beautifully with the fact that it's International Women's Month. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh, even realize that. <laughs> Bravo. <Neither. laughs> Bravo. Well done. Yes. But really, should two guys be the only ones who are talking about women's right. rock? I think we definitely needed a third voice in there. We need a woman's voice. Yeah. Well, you know. And here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so what do you think of the basement? <laughs> the basement is fabulous. I was commenting on how much I love the 45 record border. And uh, it's got the full setup. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to record. Yeah, man. we're surprisingly <laughs> high tech. <laughs> so where are we going to get started? I don't know. Did we say we, uh, did we say welcome? I said welcome. Okay, you did. Didn't this you? is Todd and Jay live from the basement featuring Christine. Hello. <laughs> so, women of rock, man. Let's do some women of rock. Christine's our guest. What do you got for us? Well, I so I think I probably thought about this a little bit harder than you guys required me to think about it. <laughs> and I um I sort of have different subgenres and genres of rock, but uh, I guess if we're going to start, I would go maybe chronologically and start. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Actually, you'd be surprised at how much we deliberate on these episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I felt like maybe I was thinking, overthinking it or underthinking. I'm not really sure. But... No, believe it or not, I think we tend to overplan because we always have stuff we don't even get to yeah yeah we because we end up going down rabbit holes that are just we start talking about one thing and then it leads into something else oh i was like i was kind of gonna prepare five songs i have a 30 song playlist you know so i I totally know how that goes you know (laughs) it's exactly what we do right exactly but when i think about rock music you know i think about like late 60s early 70s you know guitar lines stuff like that right and the first person who comes to my mind when I think about like who is, you know, an original woman of rock, you know, I would go with Janis Joplin. Um, yeah, she's on my list too. Yeah, I figured. You know, I Good. thought that that would probably be, you know, like the same. I think she was like this. <laughs> she was kind of like the starter of like girl rock stars. I mean, you had your blues people and stuff like that. But right. She was like the first real big this is a woman leading a rock band. Well, and I think even probably now she's bigger and more iconic than she was then. Right. You know, like right. she's probably more, you know, in the background of people's minds when they think about an influential person, you right. know, because she definitely talked about being influenced by people like, you know, the original women of blues, right? right. Like, you know, Thornetta Sissy, Sharp. Right, and, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, what a Bessie May or yeah, something. She paid right. for her tombstone. I read something right. like that in like 1970 when she hit it big, you know, so she definitely like drew her influences from that, like Delta blues guitar right. kind of thing. And I think she, well, like I said, I think now 
you say her name and people are like, yeah, totally. You know. <laughs> to me, when I think of women rock stars, that's to me that's where it started. It was Janis Joplin. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, you think about before that, and it was it was the blues people, and um, like gospel people and things like that. But it, there was never a real girl rock star before that started. That's Frank the Cat, by the way, in the background. <laughs> he has Gator Boy. That's his. That's his buddy Gator Boy. When oh, he carries Gator Boy around, he he talks to Gator Boy. Well, he's knocking him down the stairs. Yeah, no. that's what he does. It's weird. See, that's Gator yeah. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> get it, Frank. <laughs> so, anyway, Janis Joplin. But yeah, Janis Joplin. And then I kind of, you know, I also thought about people like that maybe are in a more folky direction, like Mama Cass, right? Oh, you know, yeah. who had a better yeah, voice like than Mama Cass and her like, mamas you know. And the papas, yeah. I mean, not hard rock, but definitely folk rock, definitely guitar driven. Right. Definitely took a lot of the same influences as Janice, just maybe right. went in a little bit of a folkier direction, right? Right, right. And then the other person that that came to mind, because I remember listening to white rabbit when i was seven years old oh, <laughs> with my she was parents another one on you know? my list too, yeah. so you know grace, grace slick, slick and uh jefferson airplane and or jefferson starship no. or starship or whatever <laughs> right, you want to sure. call that band, i'm gonna right? go with jefferson airplane <laughs> <laughs> i mean she still had a great voice but you know definitely that's the grace slick that i right you know kind right. of idolized you know <laughs> uh so who would you want to start with do you want to listen to some Janis Joplin or we could, Jefferson Airplane? Did you have a, a specific yeah. Janis Joplin? Because obviously everybody knows Janis Joplin, me and Bobby McGee. Sure, I mean, sure. That's the, probably one of the most popular songs by her that everybody knows. But, I mean, she came from a band called The Holding Company. I mean, that's, right? that was yep. the band that she fronted. But what do you got over there, Jay? Oh, no, I was just waiting to... We've already talked about Janice, of course, a well, little bit when we did. That's kind of what I did. thought. I thought maybe we'd play a little bit of uh, maybe a little Gray Slick, a little a little White Rabbit. <laughs> that would be my pick, I guess, for the psychedelic no, we, rock. No, we are not smoking <laughs> pot in the studio this morning. Starting no. it off with a bang, guys, with a bang. Well, you told, totally led me in the wrong direction. I had Janice all queued up. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know where we're going with this. I got this. No problem. <laughs> We have no rules, by the way, about talking over music. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Great. Just depends. This reminds me of the movie Platoon. I wasn't big into war movies when I was a little kid. One pill makes you larger and one pill makes you small and the Mother gives you Don't do anything at all Go ask Alice When she's ten feet tall Oh yeah, people are definitely stoned And if you go oh, well, yeah Chasing <laughs> rabbits And you know you're going to fall Or when you're like eight You think Tell about Alice in Wonderland Yeah, exactly. Smoking well, this is a really short song. I didn't realize how short it is. I thought about its radio, its podcast appropriateness. 
That's a very psychedelic. It's almost snippet. It's almost disturbing, man. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> there is something I always thought, like the way she sings, as she's a very creepy. It's disturbing almost. Yeah. It's just her on that voice edge. has a nice tone. It's like I got a deeper tone and like a little bit of vibrato, so right. it kind of has that like yeah, there's like a resonance. Oh to sure, it. it's like it's definitely like a different minor sounding. sounding type creepy key. Just everything. Mm-hmm. I always thought she kind of sounded like Cher. Pills if, you know. and chasing oh, oh yeah, rabbits <laughs> you know, and mushrooms like, and yeah, I don't know yeah, if Cher's ever covered that, but I could totally hear her doing. Oh that. yeah, I mean they have a similar you know kind of deep throaty kind of sound and janice joplin like we were talking about we talked about her before forever 27 club that episode Mm -hmm. because she is in the forever 27 club so do you have any janice queued up no (laughs) not anymore (laughs) i I did we did but um (laughs) see she's coming in here taking control of the show already oh yeah served it's going to be Christine with Todd and Jay <laughs> live from the basement. And then it's going to be, this is Christine's podcast. <laughs> well, it's nice right, to know guys, if anyone's ever sick that someone can fill <laughs> right, in. You know. Right, exactly. Is there anything you wanted to hear from? Well, yeah. I said, Bob, me and Bobby McGee is, the, is like the biggest song from her, what I did, would think. But, what did we play when we play when we did the 27 Club? I can't remember, man. Did we do Peace of My Heart? Uh, good question. Well, we're going to play and talk over her. Good. Busted flat in Baton Rouge Waiting for a train On us feeling near faded I like this song because it starts out mellow like this And then the end she is just Bobby hammered It shows her vocal range Just before it rained And then even though we're in a digital age You can still hear all the scratchiness of the original recording Right, right Good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Good 
Joplin movie. Turns out they were working on one. Do you know really? who's going to play her? Did you no. see Amy Adams? Oh, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, like it should have been perfect, but it sounds like they canned it. Do a Hendrix movie. Or almost a almost a like for every Twenty Seven Club movie would be kind of cool. Just all those people that are in that club. There just was uh, recently a Hendrix movie, but really? I, I don't think they had... Not like big screen, though. It was yeah, like, no, it was. I, I think I... Really? They didn't have, um, oddly enough, the licensing to any of the Hendrix songs, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait a minute, I think I remember hearing something about this, because That's more... because of that specific reason, there was yeah. no licensing to the music, so... Yeah, the estate wouldn't, right. wouldn't give it up. Seems like it'd be hard to make an authentic movie without... Any right. of the songs. <laughs> something there's something else that's coming out like that too, where they don't have the rights to any of the music, and they're still I can't remember what it is. Well, there's but, that Elton John movie that's coming out. Well, yeah, between Bohemian Rhapsody and now the Elton John movie, mm-hmm. I think you might see maybe a surge in movies like that and biopics about musicians. Bohemian Rhapsody, phenomenal. That was great. Have you seen it? I didn't. I didn't see that yet. No, oh, I haven't you've seen gotta, it. You've got to watch that movie. It's I've, great. I've heard that like the music in it too, and the music performances are like the yeah. the best part of the movie. You know, like they're definitely like. Yeah, you that know. that whole thing was that was a great movie. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, without well, I guess there's not too much to spoil. But yeah, the, we can't spoil it. <laughs> the part where they do Live Aid is mm-hmm. like shot for shot. It's like identical to the. Yeah, you think you're watching the Live Aid concert. Sure, sure. Do you know if you look closely enough, you can see U2 in it? Really? They're coming off the stage as, as Queen's getting ready to come on. <laughs> That's cool. Nice. So it, they take some of the screenshots and kind of overplay or something? It's, it's or? just actors. Oh, but oh okay. But if you look, they're wearing the exact right, same wardrobe. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's pretty maybe. slick. Well, that's not, pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. And Rami Malek was, I think he was dead on Freddie Mercury. I heard they put some dental appliance in so his teeth kind of stuck out like Freddie Mercury's did. Yeah, because Freddie had those weird jibs. Yeah, yeah they said well, that was part him, of his range, that's what right? Sing. Open yeah, that's, his yeah. jaw. Like, yeah, that's what know. he said. <laughs> and that, some natural vibrato and, right. you know, he really had like, you know, Because some, of the shape of his mouth. Yes. It could, it could yeah. jet him up a couple more octaves and stuff, mm-hmm. so. I was wondering when I was rewatching it, how much of that is Rami Malek singing and how much is Freddie Mercury? I think a lot of it's overdubbed. I would think because so, Freddie's a hard, hard person to duplicate. Well, yeah, I, would, I mean, I if would you're, you be know, thoroughly impressed if he could match Freddie Mercury's vocals. Oh yeah, indeed. I yeah, think, I think he did a, some of it. Know, though. He's a legend, you know? right? Right. <laughs> but I mean, they're touring with Adam Lambert right now. I mean, yeah. What, yeah. What, what better replacement hey. for Freddie Mercury? For sure. <laughs> Just as flamboyant as Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't say he's as good a vocalist, but. He but he good. definitely he, he can he's definitely a good mimic for him. Right. You know, like he can right. he can definitely get the the high notes and you know. I got to see Queen a few years ago with uh, when Paul Rogers was fronting, and he was he's from Bad Company, the lead singer from Bad Company. So they did Queen stuff and Bad Company stuff, and then when they did Bohemian Rhapsody, they had this like huge screen with Freddie Mercury. Oh, and he was like singing, like providing vocals. Cool. Yeah, it was incredible. So what do you got, Jay? Uh, 
I was digging, and this I want to see if this is someone you know. Do you know who Carol Kay is? Yes. Yeah. The bass player? Yeah. From The Wrecking Crew? From the Wrecking Crew. She played on, like, everything that came out of L.A.? Yeah, and that that was my point, is I don't think a lot of people, I think there would be a lot of people who would listen who wouldn't know her name or what her influence is and oh, how yeah. much she can do. She played on everything. Just like, like she played on the Beach Boys, Phil Spector's. Hal Blaine from The Wrecking Crew, the drummer who had just yeah. died. I think last week I posted that. But, yeah, The Wrecking Crew, man, they were the L.A. session, session band. Session band, yeah. 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 But she's the woman who really broke through. She was, I think, the only female member of the Wrecking Crew. She was. Yeah. Yep. She um, played guitar. She played bass. There's a great documentary of that on Netflix called The Wrecking Crew. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Yeah, that came out yeah. a couple I years like ago. you told me about that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. There's that one and then Muscle Shoals about the whole Muscle Shoals studio. Mm-hmm. So those are really good. And that ties into what I was saying on the last episode when we were talking about um, Sonic Highways. Um, Dave Grohl's Dave Grohl yeah, yeah from, from HBO, HBO yeah, yeah where they go to a different recording mm-hmm. studio I still haven't watched those fill yet. in the history still haven't watched those yet they're great you can power watch them pretty the, quickly the, the one that uh, you got me it's gonna get loud that's yeah a, it might get loud yeah yeah, that thing's mm-hmm. awesome too man with uh, Edge, the Edge and Jimmy Page and uh, Jack, Jack Jack White, White yeah White Stripes yeah. have you seen that I have not, no. They just, it's the, essentially the three of them sitting around talking about playing guitar. Like, cool. Going through their effects and how they did different things and how they made sounds, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. The greatest, the, my favorite part is when Edge is talking about how he plays um, just the opening little riff to Elevation. And it's just him playing two notes. He's just drumming up and down, and all your, he, but he's feeding it through a pedal and yeah. through an effects board and, and the sound that he, he pulls out of that. Mm-hmm. So you're on stage, right? And you look literally like a rock star and he's not doing anything at all. <laughs> you can play two notes and be a rock star. <laughs> What's the it's rock star genius. hero than right. the Nintendo <laughs> game or whatever? Right. <laughs> guitar so, hero. That's what it's Guitar hero. Oh. I want to be like, I want to like accordion hero. That's what, the accordion. Maybe a challenge. Oboe yeah. hero. <laughs> oh, I. Kazoo hero. <laughs> I was always thinking triangle hero. <laughs> Ting. <laughs> More cowbell. I'm surprised no one ever came up with that. We should do an episode on that Saturday Night Live skits. Oh, they were going to say I cowbell. <laughs> Funny musicians. Cowbells and claps. Oh, yeah. oh um, I pulled, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> I pulled this song up because it's kind of a double whammy because it's Carol Kay playing bass on it. Hi, Frank. He's got Gator Boy with him. What's See? up, buddy? Right in his mouth. You want to talk about music too? I don't know why he does that with that. So Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Are Made For Walking. Yeah. So you have Nancy and that really notable bass line, Mm -hmm. which is Carol Kay playing on it. Sure. And this makes me think of another war movie. This makes me think of Full Metal Jacket. It's in there. Trust me. You keep saying you got something for me Something you call love but confess You've been a-messin' where you shouldn't have been a-messin' And now someone else is getting all your best These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do 
One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you Yeah She plays that bass really like loose and fat, doesn't she? Yeah You keep lying when you ought to be truthing And you keep losing when you ought to not bet You keep saying when you ought to be a changing Now what's right is right, but you ain't been right yet These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you You keep playing where you shouldn't be playing And you keep thinking that you'll never get burned Ha! I just found me a brand new box of matches, yeah And what he knows you ain't had time to learn These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you Are you ready, Boots? Start walking! What a great song. Yeah, Carol Kate, man. How awesome is that? She even talks about that in the documentary about how women just didn't play the bass back then. Yeah. And it was like unheard of. And, but like the wrecking crew just treated her like another one of the guys. And that was it. I mean, she was Mm -hmm. part of the wrecking crew. And she played on like Pet Sounds, like the Beach Beach Boys Boys. biggest album. And I mean, just all kinds of stuff that came out of LA in the 70s. Mm I mean, that's the people that got called right there. She was it. Well, women didn't play bass, and they certainly weren't showing their sexuality right in in music at that mm-hmm. time, really. And right. just look at that song, and look at Nan- Nancy Sinatra wearing those those high boots and the, and the boots. yeah the go go yeah, boots, the micro skirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's um, I was reading an article, an interview with um, garbage lead singer Shirley Shirley, Shirley Manson. Manson. Yeah, and she was saying that too. Like even as late as like the late seventies and early eighties, you know, for women to be to sexualize themselves like that, you know, they're still sluts and whores. Oh sure, sure. I mean, you know, Nancy Sinatra in a, like a wool skirt suit is probably right. you know the sexiest. You know, right? You got at that. Well, I mean, she I guess she got the big go-go boots, but well, Shirley Manson was saying too. Like, so when was garbage big in the nineties? Early, yeah, mid early. Even then, and this is before social media, there's rumors flying about her, like stuff that people made up about her that was completely untrue. Right. One was, I don't know if this was true or not, one was that she bought a bass uh, guitar, this bright orange guitar. She said she liked it because it matched the color of her her pubes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but that, that was the kind of stuff that was, was the kind of things that were flying out there. And it's only got to be 10 times worse, 100 times worse today with social media well sure 
I mean, we were kind of talking about that at work. It, the idea of like women in rock, right? I mean, rock is like, you know, heavy guitar, balls to the wall, right. kind of. It's a male sound, it's, right? You know, it was kind of developed as like, it's a more. It was developed like a man's world. Right. And then as women start woman coming come in, into, yeah. you know, you kind of go like, well, you know, is that any, even as I'm listening and trying to decide like, well, is that, is that a rock sound or is that something else? And it's like, well, it's, it is a rock sound. It's right. guitar driven. It's, you know, got a bass line. It's got draw, you know, right. it just, you know, a female has a higher voice. And so it sounds a little bit different. It's not right. as maybe as intense or as, uh, can be a little bit more melodic or something. Well, and a lot of women rockers have learned to grow fearless and just put out their own sound. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And own it. You know what? I I had a playlist dry, playing on the drive-in just to get ready for this. And um, Kiss Me Deadly came on. Oh, Lita, Lita Ford. Ford. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> but how does that song open? What's you, the first thing she yeah. says in the song? Yeah. <laughs> right. Went to a party last Saturday night. I didn't get laid. I got in a fight. Right, right. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, women don't no say things. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I remember hearing that. And listen, women don't I've, say that, right? Right, that's, right. I've How dare you, you be sexual? I've told you that story. Lita Ford, man, that's my guitar crush. <laughs> I was a 15 year old boy learning to play guitar and going into Spencer's at Northtown Mall in Toledo. Oh, and they had all the posters up there. And, you scroll, <laughs> and I opened the thing, and there's Lita Ford. Laying on sideways with yeah. nothing but a guitar on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that <laughs> for a 15 year old boy learning to play guitar, sure. you're like, oh my God, that's my fantasy woman right there. And she was. It ain't no big thing. Late for my job and the traffic was bad. Had to borrow 10 bucks from my old man. Uh huh. No big thing That was horrible. That was a phone call coming in on my oh, phone. Oh, like no. telemarketer. Oh, son of a gun. Killing me. I'm sorry. Killing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was my girl. Oh. So, Lita Ford. We got to talk about the Runaways if we're going to talk about Lita Ford, right? Oh, I mean, sure. that's where she came from. Real quick right. be- before that, yeah, though, you up? said how you love that poster. Yeah. It makes me think of the cover to, um, I don't know which Liz Fair album it is. But Kristen, you know what I'm talking about? Where I, she's, she's, I don't just, know the name of the album either, but I do know the album you're talking about. Her legs are spread. She's just has a guitar, right in the like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> like yep. this, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry, Lita. I love Lita. That's never happened before. I know. Right in the middle. How do I make that not happen? 
tell the telemarketers to shove it. Lose my number. <laughs> so the Runaways, all girl rock band from actually the seventies. They were only together like four years or something like that. I think it was like seventy five to seventy nine. And two big names came out of there actually. Lita Ford. Joan Jett. And Joan Jett, yeah. who started Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. And I love rock and roll. Everybody knows that song. Oh, sure. I mean, that was Thursday night roller skating, man. Every skating party at Great Lakes Skateway. Yeah, I feel like that's... <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'm taking Christine back. She's from my area. <laughs> She's from down here. So she knows what I'm talking about, man. Oh, yeah. We went to the roller rink for sure. <laughs> we just went last weekend. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Open Farmington. Yeah, I got awesome. a, I got a sweet video of of Jay and his daughter singing Africa by Toto while they're roller skating because <laughs> everybody knows Toto's my favorite band. Mm. <laughs> well, and I was surprised they played that and not the cover, yeah. not the Weezer cover. Oh, everybody loves the Weezer cover now. Someone asked me to play it. I was like, you don't play the Weezer version. No, no, no. No, you got to play the Toto version. Well, they're both great. Yeah, you can do that, well, but okay. then you have to play the Toto version of Weezer's yeah. Hashpipe. Right. Which is awesome. oh, there you go. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. They jammed it, man. Hey, that's that's a great song. Especially since Rivers Cuomo can really get up there too. So, mm-hmm. who's the lead singer for Toto? Uh, right now, it's Joseph Williams. Was he the one who sang on Hashpipe? Yeah, because he got up there pretty well. He's he's got a good range, man. He's he was from. Uh, he came in for the Fahrenheit album and the seventh one. He was on two albums after Bobby Kimball left, who was the original singer. So he's got a great range. And he's the one that's on tour with him now. He's been with him for a few years now. So. This, is, this is Toto's biographer right. sitting yeah, across from us. I, I know. We I, can do a whole episode on Toto, man. I, I can just sit here and learn. <laughs> Joan Jett. Oh, yeah. Back. Joan Jett. The Joan Jett or the Runaways? Oh, yeah. The Runaways, Joan Jett, Joan Jett Lita and the Ford. Blackhearts. Um, yeah. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Runaways. I have rock and roll from the Runaways queued up. Hit it. Yeah. Yeah, give me some. Not I love rock and roll. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. I think exactly what you just said is what they're trying to this is the stigma they're trying to break free from right it's like you said they're rocking for a girl band right right, right. and they just wanted to rock wanted yeah. to exactly a rock and roll band. Yeah. drop right. the guitar low play yeah. it like that right. you know <laughs> right our gimmick shouldn't be that we're girls we're we're quote unquote chicks coming out right. of rock right Lita, Lita Ford is an exceptional guitar player yeah. she's great Joan Jett is a sure. great singer yeah Some studio musician got paid to keep time with a cowbell throughout that entire <laughs> right, exactly. darn song. 
was it. What do you play? I play the cowbell. A little bit of triangle, maracas. Mainly, mainly cowbell. station food <laughs> good cool. job nice job <laughs> i know we need bumpers or sponsors to, to plug in right there so i'm gonna throw one at you and it kind of goes with um what we were talking about earlier about like the rumors and things like that um the wilson sisters from heart i'm sure i mean heart they started back in the 70s they're still a prominent rock band today mm-hmm and um, Ann Wilson and Nancy Wilson and phenomenal vocalist Nancy Wilson, a great guitar player. Um, but they went through all that too back in the 70s, man. They talked, people would talk about because of like them on their album cover and stuff, how they were the lesbian sisters right. and all of this stuff like that. And then there was a lot of turmoil in that band too. Well, and then later in, in their, you know, evolution where you know and ended up gaining some weight and then right. was kind of put in the background and it's like oh yeah put the lady who's singing at the top of her lungs you right. know like in right. the shadows and pull out her pretty blonde sister right. like that's exactly. that's cool you know? yeah but they i mean they started back in the 70s yes barracuda mm-hmm. uh magic man dreamboat annie dreamboat annie. that's the name of their first album yeah. right yeah yeah and then um through the 80s. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were just a dominant force through the 80s, man. Magic what about man. love? Um, these dreams. Yeah, yeah. Just incredible rock band. And they're, they're both great vocalists. I and, love that song, by the way. What, These Dreams? These Dreams. dreams. Yeah. Cue it up, man. Give me some. Oh, that's, that's what I had on when we came in the studio yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. I had some heart <laughs> playing today. So. I was going to say, I feel like I just heard that. Yeah. Oh, and when you talk about girl rock stars, man, you got to talk about Oh, for sure. Because right. being a guitar player, man, I look at the girl guitar players. And Nancy Wilson, yep. Lita Ford, now Hurricane Nita Strauss from Alice Cooper's band. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's phenomenal. Tal Wolkenfeld. Tal Wolkenfeld, great bass player. Um, that bass is twice as big as she is, too. I know, right? That Fender Jazz. She is incredible. Well, if you're talking about bassist, Melissa Alfdermer, yeah, like from Hole. Yeah. Also, yep. you know, I, I was kind of like... And then Prince has always had oh, sure. fabulous women musicians, man. She yeah, she on, on the drums. drums. Rhonda Smith played bass for him. Uh, Hannah Welton played drums for him. I mean, all just incredible musicians. Mm-hmm. And he was notorious for finding phenomenal female musicians. Yeah, for sure. Shadows where 
junior high dance. I'm going to ask Christine to slow dance in a second. <laughs> well, a, this is what, mid, mid late 80s? Yes. It's what ma- makes me think of, yeah. Yeah. This, this is a little middle before my dances. time in middle school, but right. you know. This was, this was before I started driving, so I was probably 13, 14 years old when this came out. I was telling Christine because I wasn't really allowed to listen to rock and roll, and I bought this, and my dad saw the album cover. It's like, that better not be rock and roll. And I'm like, no, Dad, it's not. Listen to the song. And I showed him this song. He's like, oh, that's good. <laughs> and the rest of the album rock. was just like rock and roll. <laughs> 86. So six, ah. sixth grade for me. Nice. So you grew up in Footloose? Is that... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It was funny, I couldn't listen to heavy metal rock and roll, but my dad would listen to, like, 70s rock and roll. You know, Jim Croce, the Eagles. Sure, sure. You know, all that stuff. Because wow. that was good rock and roll. But it's a the, little... the 80s rock and roll, that was bad stuff. Man. If you had hairspray, you know, right. high hair. Right. No, devil, devil music. <laughs> dad, you can listen to bad, bad Leroy Brown, but I can't listen to these dreams. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, people, I love my dad. He's one of my best friends, and he has since come a long way. Yeah, people he evolve. Actually he actually comes out and watches me play now. Has been to see me play in many shady places. <laughs> so. I feel like I had the opposite, and I had like the psychedelic rock, hard rock introduction. Like we listened to the Doors in this family. Oh man! You know? <laughs> I love you, Dad. <laughs> he took a pass on all the hair band stuff, though. So I, I'm a little weak in my '80s, you know, musical repertoire. Right. right. Well, some of that you can get away with never having known. I, I've, I've made it this far. Your life is not any worse for not listening to White Snake. Warrant, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, Rat, I'll, or I'll take great a pass. White, yeah. or <laughs> I can't. Think... I do love me some Bon Jovi, though. That's a little different, Bon Jovi. I like. I mean, you can listen to Bon Jovi, Van right. Halen, sure, Duran oh, yeah. Duran. You know, I'm. Some I, Van you know, Halen, that's fabulous okay. stuff. We can keep chatting, but there is one more heart song that I want to play before before we move on for them. But do it, man. Oh, I was gonna say we could chat, <laughs> oh, Jeff. Whatever you want. I man. was gonna say I can never hear or think of uh, Great White though without thinking of that fire. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That killed a lot of people, man. Mm-hmm. There's there's video of it. Why are you doing pyrotechnics inside of a club with a right. six foot ceiling? Right, the ceiling's <laughs> it's like it's like the ceiling down here yeah. in the basement. It's like right jam packed like an ER waiting you room on shoot, a Wednesday. You can't shoot fireworks up in in the club. <laughs> but have Sorry. You, have you seen the video of it though? How fast that fire and that oh, yeah. smoke Man. spreads? Well, it was all that insulation that was probably fifty years old inside yeah. the ceiling of that yeah. building and stuff. It just yeah up it went. There's some. Now you know to tragedies check, you gotta check for the exits. Right. Always you go into a crowded area. Yeah, yeah. The look for the exits. I do that yeah. too. What's going on? I'm not standing in the crush anymore. Yeah. That's right. for sure. That right. Well, and we, we learned that from being in patients' rooms too. Like oh, the yeah. golden What's rule. The, best way out? the golden rule never let a patient get between you and the door. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 
Yes. I Some young new know about staff that. members have found out. Absolutely. You get body checked into a sharps container. For anyone that doesn't know, we all work in the emergency department. So <laughs> <laughs> But when you think about the great the great white tragedy, what was the thing that came to your head? You said, you know, we were talking about or you were saying there's been other tragedies. Oh, is the your, other tragedy? Is it's oh, gonna go right where my back brain. Darryl. Yep. Yeah. That's man. exactly what I was thinking too. That crazed lunatic in Columbus. Do you know the Dimebag Daryl? I don't think so. So he was there from Pantera, Dimebag Daryl and okay. his brother, uh, what's his brother's name? Don't ask me. Shoot. Abbott is their last name. He was the drummer from the band. They were brothers. They had, Pantera was done. They had started a band called Damage Plan. They were playing at a club in Columbus. And this psychotic guy thought that Dimebag Daryl was stealing songs from his head. Mm. Came in the club, jumped up on the stage, and shot Dimebag Daryl in the head and killed him Jeez. right there in the club in front of his brother on Holy stage. Holy cow. Yeah. It's intense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, man. It's a, it's a fascinating story, but in a in a horrible, horrible, right, right. And then rotten his, way. His brother actually died last year, uh, I think last June. From um, I don't know what. He was a bigger guy, so it was probably medical problems, but yeah. Well, this is what I wanted to hear before we got off of heart. Yeah. How's, how's that for a segue? More, more <laughs> rabbit holes down the rabbit hole. Especially talking about um, the female guitar virtuosos. Mm-hmm. This is probably one, well, I don't know. It's got to be one of my favorite heart songs. Oh, yeah.
when we did our guitar solos, I think we we're almost remiss to not put that intro in there. Right. That's, That's incredible playing. That intro is almost as recognizable, if not as recognizable, as Wanted Dead or Alive. Yeah. As soon as you hear those opening notes on Wanted Dead or Alive, you know this is Wanted Dead. As soon as you hear that, you know this is heart. You know it. Sounds influenced almost by like that Spanish guitar playing, right. you know, like right. you know, just really yeah. tight and spot on, you know. Right. right. <laughs> and you go from that acoustic guitar intro to just this full blown rock song. Yeah. Yeah. And Ann Wilson's just I mean, her just perfect voice. And she's, she's just still, killing it, yeah. This is back when she was young, back in the seventies, man, and her vocals still today are phenomenal. They sound you just can as definitely good. tell that they've changed, but they are still they still have the yeah. same quality to them. You know, like I think these earlier records, they, she sounds like I don't know, like a bell or She's something like almost. Right, yeah. exactly. Like right on tune and just like you know. Funny thing is, man, she used to be have terrible stage fright. I saw an interview with them. Hmm. The only way she I've could, heard that too. The only way she could get up on stage and sing is if she was in um, like a costume. She would dress up like a clown sure. or something like that, so nobody could know who she was. Sure. She was like st- terrible stage fright, man. And then obviously she's gotten over it because that voice, man, that's one of the best female rock voices of all time. Yeah, I think, In my opinion. Well, I mean, I'm a car singer. You know, I'm always singing in the car, <laughs> right? Turn it up real loud, and you know. I can't even get close to hitting her notes. Right, you know, like she right. is like, she's got, I mean, she's got pipes. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, for yeah. sure. That's, we talked about Jim Morrison was like that too. How he was really did not like being on the stage. Didn't like singing in front yes. of people. Yeah. He always had his back to the stage. Yeah, they had with to his make back. him turn around. <laughs> There's a video of this on YouTube, actually. There was like some drama in that band back in the day. Roger Fisher, the original guitar player for Heart, the guy that was in there, was dating Nancy Wilson. And they had broken up. And there was some kind of business going on between Nancy and the drummer. I, oh. And he got pissed. I on, just heard the story. Stage. I just heard the yes. story. He got pissed on stage right in the middle of a show and pulled his guitar off and threw it down and walked out and quit the band. <laughs> Wait, did did you and I talk about this, or I did I hear it I, on Drew and Mike? I think you and I talked okay. about it. But he, I mean, later in um, in the 80s, he formed a band called Alias that actually had a couple of hits and some airplay. But yeah, I mean, there's a video on YouTube of it, man. He just gets pissed mm-hmm. and takes it off and, okay. and walks off and quits. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of a band that has, you know, like couples in it. You know, you think of Fleetwood Mac or right. uh, Mama's in the Pot, you know, like where... where that didn't happen at right. one point or another. And, the, you know, and you have to kind of, you know, you can tell the people decided, is it the band that's more important or my feelings, you know, right. and right. some of them stayed together and some of them, you know, couldn't get it back together. So, right. you know, exactly. <laughs> to, to lose your mind in the middle of a live performance, sure. just be like, I'm done. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. what are you doing? You can see it in the video. You can see everybody on stage just look over and they're like, uh, Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think Axl Rose has done it on plenty of occasions. Yeah, that dude's lost his mind 
more times than I care to remember. <laughs> Didn't he yell at the security once? It was like, he like jumped in the audience once and went after somebody. Axel Rose did? Yes. Yeah, that he was surprise like, me at Somebody all. was taking pictures and he was like, security, this guy, get this guy, get this guy. And he's like, if you're not going to do anything about it. And he dove off the stage and attacked the guy. <laughs> What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> What's his name from uh, Stained? Is like that too, Aaron. Oh, Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis. Yeah, really. Because he'll stop shows just to start yelling at people. Like a rage head. <laughs> just like, he just stopped a show recently because people were yelling at him to sing a song in Spanish. He's like, I don't speak Spanish. I speak American. <laughs> I still want to go see him though, man. Oh yeah, he plays at the he plays at the casino all the time, and it. I heard his live show was great because he does the acoustic mm-hmm. country stuff now. And it's just great. I love that stuff. And just lots of covers, too. Yeah. Well, talking about artists that get mad at their fans, you know, I, I, I wanted to bring up Courtney Love from Hole. Oh, yeah. You know? so, so that was like one of, that was the first person pretty much that came into my head, you know, for women of rock just because of what I used to listen to when I was a teenager. And we went, Christine I went and saw, right, <laughs> black lipstick, black hair, you know, um, we went and saw whole maybe about five years ago at the Fillmore and she played a lot of new stuff, right? You know how mm-hmm. artists like to do that, you know, and everybody I think wanted to hear her old stuff. She was getting pissed at the audience. Like you guys didn't even, you don't even know the new album. Blah, blah, blah. You know? And we were like, no, play live through this you know like that's you know that's what we want to hear you know i wish that that's a weird line when you go to see a concert cancer 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 what is that see that cancer where'd you get that accent there buddy from bastin us down by the habit (laughs) (laughs) when you go see a concert especially when an artist has a new album out and you 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 want to hear the stuff you know right Right. right. But I mean, they're out there touring and promoting. Yeah, they want to play their new stuff. They want to show you they've evolved as an artist. Right. And, you know. But I you want to hear the stuff that, you know, you can sing along exactly. with and that you know by heart. Right. So. Well, especially when the new stuff is not as good as the old stuff was. Right. right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Your new album right. sucks, so yeah. play the old stuff. Right. Exactly. Like, I, I heard it already. I don't like it. Play the old things, please. So, I think I told you about this, man. Rock stars that lose their mind. I don't know if you've ever heard this story. The band L7, the punk band. Oh, sure. Like, I was going there. I was going oh, there. Man. As soon as she said Courtney Love, oh, I said, man. I was going to say, <laughs> guess, what? Sparks. Yeah, yeah. guess what's on the playlist? Got, Not necessarily if we hear it, but we have to at least talk about. Yeah. Go ahead. Got mad uh-huh. at the crowd one night, stepped behind her guitar amp, and pulled out her bloody tampon yep. mm-hmm. and threw it into the crowd. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How, what a hero how repulsive <laughs> is that i cannot imagine being in the crowd and get smacked in the face oh, with a bloody tampon. oh my gosh no no i don't know to go home now it's yes. ruined my whole night <laughs> today if you hung on to that you could probably sell it on ebay oh, <laughs> just put it in a mason jar with yeah. a lid Anita on sparks it. from l7 yeah <laughs> I, could... I think she said something like Eat my used tampon or something sure. like that, and then whipped it out into the crowd. We Suck could probably make a forgery of that and put it on eBay and see what happens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm not involved in that. It's like the behavior of a drunk patient. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, don't give anybody any ideas. Like it hasn't happened before. Not to my knowledge, and I want to keep it that way. The sky was made of amethyst 
all the stars are just like little fish You should learn when to go You should learn how to say no that she can act too? No. no. You're not surprised? Not surprised. You th- I think she was great in Sons of Anarchy. Wait. Wait. Who was she in Sons of Anarchy? It's been so long since I've seen it. This I was thinking... whole, right? Yeah. Yeah, Courtney yeah. Love. She yeah. was, in the last season, she was the school teacher, or the school counselor. She was in the last season of Sons of Anarchy. I don't remember. Yeah. I was thinking more of her in People vs. Larry Flint. Yeah, that's that's when I think I first saw a movie with her. She in played it. like a like a really cleaned up. Yeah, that may have been so far off my teacher. radar I might not have yeah. even realized. Yep. There was some there was a few people that showed up in Sons of Anarchy. Marilyn Manson was in there. Oh, he was one of the guys in jail. One of the right? guys in prison, yeah. yeah. And then Courtney Love was on there. 200 Cigarettes. That's the movie I was trying to think of that she was into. She's Paul Rudd in that, well. too. Yeah. That's funny. Speaking of Sons of Anarchy, there's a new Netflix movie called Triple Frontier. It's like oh, military yeah. mercenary type yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, I've, I've heard of this. Charlie Hunnam's in it. Jax mm-hmm. from it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was watching it, and my wife just walks by this the TV, and she's... We're going to watch that. Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> I think she literally make it, made a noise like... <laughs> I'm like, what the... <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> what, he, I mean, what can you say? Come on, the dude's the dude's hot. He's you know? an attractive I mean, serious, man. He's certainly he's an attractive look man. There's that scene in uh, Sons of Anarchy where they get into like a bare knuckle brawl when they're in Ireland, and yeah. even I was like, oh goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey there, sailor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if I never had a man crush, I do now. Right. Wow. Well, and the thing is, he's going to knock out anybody who's you know messing with you, but then he's going to cuddle you soft in his arms. So. <laughs> You just put way too much imagery in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's right. 
Whew. Everyone just took that collective why, why deep Why is it so warm in the basement? Do <laughs> <laughs> you still have a heater on? <laughs> so Courtney Love. She scares the hell out of me. Oh, yeah. she Well, she's definitely like, you know how they, there's that crazy hot scale? You know, she's yeah. like at the top of the crazy. Right, you know? right, right. I mean, she is I full agree. crazy, you know, I mean, intense. She's that, <laughs> she's that girl that you're like, man, you are gorgeous. And because you're so gorgeous... You're nuts. Right, right. Like you, you almost expect to see her with her hair kind of all mussed up and her right. lipstick kind of off the side of her face and her right. mascara under her eyes because that's like her, you know, that's where you'd Like the cover of that be. album. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. she is the top of the crazy scale. Yeah. <laughs> well, we talked yeah. a little, little bit about the show about her and Billy Corgan, and I think his crazy matches her crazy perfectly because they're both. Yeah, he's kind of nuts too, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. He is, but I'm a huge fan. Yeah, he's he's a great musician, very yeah. talented. Well, I think Smashing Pumpkins, even solo stuff that he's done is great. Mm-hmm. He's tall. He's a good too. guitar player too. Oh yeah, he's a really good Which I was surprised at because the Smashing Pumpkins stuff I was never impressed, but then I saw some videos of just him just like sitting around shredding and I was like, Wow, impressive, man. Good mm-hmm. job. No, he is a really, really talented yeah. dude. Yeah. Well most, you know, g- great artists have like that deviation from the norm that's what lets them be so great you know like you don't you know you're not a if you are inventing a different sound you're not concerned about what everybody else is thinking about right right you know so courtney love when she kind of came on the screen and she's singing or you know on the scene and she's singing about things like sexuality and rape and uh you know, using words that most people didn't use at the time right. or now, you right. know, like the C word, lots of F words. I don't right. know if we're allowed to swear, no. but, um, not, not you know, we try you to know. stay away from Sure, that. sure. People listen with their kids. Absolutely. Stuff, so we well, that, you know, that. but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> right. You know, she was saying a lot of that kind of stuff and it was like sort of shocking for people at the time, but also, uh, you know, pushing that boundary of like, what is okay? You know, like right. this is my lived experience, so I can talk about it. You know, I can talk about, you know, being harassed because I am harassed. Right. And like, you're the one harassing me. Listen to me. You know, like, this is how right. I'm going to tell you about it. And I know that that was like influential for a lot of the other like girl riot bands, you know, of the, right. you know, late 80s, early 90s, like coming on the scene, like, yeah, well, we're going to talk about this too. And like, we can play heavier and we can scream louder and we can, you know, <laughs> Like, I think they kind of had to do it to, to prove. Sure. That we can rock just as hard as those guys can. Sure. And and they did. And just because you say women aren't supposed to talk about this doesn't mean that we're right. going to let this be taboo. Right. It's our right. experience. Like you said, so it's like, ours. Right. It's your I'm going to say it. You know? Exactly. Who else, who else does that make you think of? Courtney Love. Anyone in particular? Oh, you know, you think about Courtney Love. I mean, I that same time, I you know... Um, I'm trying to think of other female artists that I group her with, and I don't necessarily, you know, because there wasn't a lot of people that were like her at the time. Uh, I think at the time I was sort of listening to, like, Slater Kenny as well, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, that was another band that I kind of wanted to bring up, because they definitely... I, I can't remember if they toured together and had... Well, you know, Courtney Love had beef with everybody at the time, right? So I think every band that they toured with, you know, she got into a fight with someone from the band. Uh, but that was just sort of her MO, that was typical right? typical Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I had them on the playlist, too. Keep talking. Expand. Expound upon that. <laughs> Let's see. What else? What else can I pull up here? No, I had Slater Keeney. 
on this huge playlist. Dig me out. That, that got out of control. As usual, this will be up on Spotify, the playlist. Every show, he does a, a playlist of all the stuff we do on the show. Puts it on Spotify for people to listen to. Yeah. I don't think I did one for the last episode yet. The covers? Yeah. Ooh. I'll get on it. I mean, not this minute, but... feel bad we didn't open the show with that <laughs> yeah that's a band that i think it they definitely were not as popular again at the time that they were making music as they are now i mean obviously with carrie brownstein and you know portlandia and kind of she's she definitely like next leveled that you know yeah. <laughs> like everybody knows who she is now she's definitely like a household face i think hmm. and I think a lot of people, when they find out that that's how she started, you know, they are surprised, you know. It's like how Donald Glover has just kind of blown up. Like, people probably didn't know yeah. his name too mm-hmm. much, other than being on, was it sure. Parks and Rec or Community? One of those two. I always Community, get the two mixed maybe. up. I don't, I don't probably had no idea that he was also Childish, Childish Gambino. Gambino sure. well, Do you know how he got his stage name, by the way? Childish Gambino? I don't. 
He fed his name into a Wu Tang clan name generator. Awesome. And that's what it came up <laughs> that with. That's awesome. Childish nice. Gambino. Nice. <laughs> I know they have those band name generators online. Mm-hmm. You can type in stuff and it'll give you a hundred different band names that you could use. <laughs> <laughs> but what's more fun than a Wu Tang clan? Right. <laughs> Wu Tang. <laughs> Do you guys know who Susie Quattro is? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who she is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably the first big well-known rock and roll bass player mm-hmm. and she's from detroit really she's from yeah. Detroit. yeah she's local so i thought you know we can couldn't go through a whole show like this without mentioning her yeah definitely do you know anything about her i don't know anything about her. i didn't even know she was from detroit i just know the name yeah that's about <laughs> right all, all i had to <clears throat> someone's going to be listening to this right like you yeah. idiots yeah, yeah. I mean, you should at, know the, this. T- at the radio but once again as i'm driving down here and i've got this playlist going that's one of her songs that came on and this this song just blew me away really i loved it from beginning to end yeah i couldn't tell you one of her songs like right off hand yeah but well here here just listen yeah, i'll stop it. talking no, and we'll let the music speak well i've seen you before on the discotheque floor you were driving me out my mind. Oh, but I could have sworn that I saw something more in your eyes. Although you were surrounded by beauty unbounded, your glances intended for me. And though I tried to hide it, I found myself looking to see. So then you took your chances, you made your advances, your touch took my breath away. Why has that song never been on my radar? I know, right? That's, that's, a, that's, that's a, a cool song. Dude. Super groovy. Wow. It is a really cool tune. I like it, man. I'm listening to the playlist driving down here, and I'd like, okay, I know this song. Let's get a few seconds of it and skip and just see, uh-huh. just see what else is on this. And like, I listened to this the entire way through. Like, it wow. had me. Yeah, I like it, man. A quick Google reveals she was in a band with her sisters called the Pleasure Seekers, which I think is a pretty cool name. Yeah, that is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, are you allowed to? I've were you allowed to say that as a girl group back then? Yeah, the Pleasure Seekers. Well, are we getting into those negative comments? You know, like fun in the sun, right? Yeah, this is good stuff. Man. I, w- I would have never, if I heard this, I could have never told you it was her. Yeah.
tell she's a bass player, can't you? That emphasis on the on that bass line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's real simple, but really cool progression. Yeah, I'll be looking up this album. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> yeah. This. I know I texted you something, but I'm gonna mention somebody else that this made me think of, and like yeah. her coming out of nowhere, um, like not really nowhere and everything, but Cheryl Crow. Sure. I didn't even think of her because she plays bass, she plays guitar, she's a great singer. Yeah. I and, had her on the playlist. Yeah. Right, and she was. I mean, she sang backup for like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how she got her start. I mean, that's where mm-hmm. she came from. And a lot of people don't know that, man. And now she's like a headliner. She's oh yeah. Huge, and she's got great music, man. She's still, still doing anything currently. She she still she puts out albums. She Vegas, kind of or? I think has moved towards the a little bit of a country. Yeah. You know, she had an album I think called like Wildflower. Or right. Yeah, I think she put like an that. album out just a couple of years ago. Maybe if not just a year ago. Mm-hmm. That's really good. But she's got a lot more country to her now. Yeah, for sure. So I was a fan of the Tuesday Night Music Club. You yeah, know, that was a foot great stomping, album. hand claps. You know, that was a great album. Uh, and that if it makes you happy song was like a yeah you know that's like a that's a tune I feel like everybody knows that song everybody right. likes that song <laughs> right well did we get to her last week in the covers we had her on our playlist remember we talked about oh, her yeah, kid rock no because no, she did a no. version of sweet child of mine yeah. oh yeah yeah what that was awesome mm-hmm. yeah I think cause didn't we talk about how it was in one of the Adam Sandler movies yeah I think it's in it's in Big Daddy or. I love her voice, man. Great voice. She was with Lance Armstrong for a bit, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she writes a lot of her music. I know she works with different producers and different writers. Um, I know she plays guitar, though. A lot of people do that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you look at Tim McGraw. I don't think the dude has ever wrote a song. Everything on his album is wrote by somebody else. Mm-hmm. But they have they have these huge writer groups like in Nashville and stuff. That sure. just, they're, I mean, they're putting out songs and songs a day, and people are just buying them up. Right. You know? One part of that is like knowing what's going to fit your voice and your right. Uh, you know, your brand or whatever, right. and kind of style. put it all together. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's got a signature guitar. Show Pro. Yeah. It's an acoustic. It's a Gibson Southern Gibson, Jumbo. Yeah. Yeah. She plays that, and then she always plays a bass, man. Because mm-hmm. she's got to be a tiny girl because that bass looks huge on her. <laughs> it's just like, like Tal? Yeah, like Tal. <laughs> I saw her at some state fair. I can't remember. It's Jackson State Fair or some, something like that. And she was like, you know, kind of playing that country western kind right. of thing. And she rocks out, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's always kind of had that southern vibe, though. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like you go back to like that '70s rock and roll stuff, because mm-hmm. a lot of it can you can take it and cross it over into the country, or you can cross it over into sure. the rock and roll. Sure. And even like modern country now has that '70s rock and roll vibe to it. The Absolutely. same guitar riffs, same sounds. Yeah. It's that golden so, hour music. Right. It's that you know like it's, everybody likes listening to yeah. it. Everybody likes dancing to it. Everybody's going to the bar and hearing it. You know, mm. Oh, it all sprung up from the same place, though. It all sprung up from the blues. Right. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of that. All of that rock and roll was from the blues. Mm-hmm. It all started from all that, the down southern blues stuff, man. 
Who's the guy we talked about in the 27 Club? Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Yeah. Cheryl Crow has a great live album from probably the mid-90s with a bunch of different artists, and she does a version of Gold Dust Woman with Stevie Nicks. That's oh, like good tune, yeah. An yeah. awesome, you know, Stevie... Her her voice, you know, as she's gotten older, has gotten a little bit more of that vocal fry right. kind of thing going on, and she just sounds like all gravelly, and it's like, it's a it's a great version. <laughs> yeah, Stevie Nicks, she's another one, man, from the seventies through mm-hmm. the eighties, even today, she's still very relevant, absolutely, in, in rock and roll. Well, and just the Fleetwood Mac stuff, the solo stuff. I mean, everything. Stevie Nicks is kind of almost like a lifestyle icon for people. I think, you know, she definitely has like an aesthetic and like a way about her that people, you know, especially right now, you know, that kind of 70s thing is Mm -hmm. in and they're like really, you know, it's really emulating her. She is, you know, the witchy woman, right? Right. Like long hair, flowy scarves and, you know, right. Like. She's your cool aunt, you know. <laughs> right, right. She's your cool yeah. aunt, Stevie Nicks. That's my cool aunt. Yeah, I have a cool aunt who worked with Stevie Nicks, like back in the seventies in California. She did like some. Uh, she's a she's a fashion clothes buyer. And oh, she nice. did some, you know, Very outfitting cool. of Stevie yeah, that's Nicks. Awesome. And talks about and when we went to lunch, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, me and me and Stevie yeah, were me hanging and Stevie out. Were pals. And, uh, what was that? Okay. What was the name? I can't. I always forget his name. The trumpet player. Marcus. Marcus Belgrave. Marcus Belgrave. He was actually somebody I took care of one day. Ah. And I talked to him. He was um, Ray Charles, trumpet player. Cool. And he, I talked to him for hours and he would, he was telling me these stories and he was huge in Motown and stuff. And, uh, he passed away maybe a year after I got to sit, spend some mm-hmm. time with him and talk to him. And he was like telling me, yeah, you know, I was hanging out with Stevie. And I'm like, Stevie Wonder? He's like, yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Stevie. That's what oh, I, sure. He's like, Stevie, that's what I call him. And I'm like listening to him talk about <laughs> hanging out with these guys. And I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me? Can yeah. I touch you? <laughs> yeah, when I was when I was on tour with Retha, you know, and then Stevie came by. And I'm like, are you kidding me right yeah, now? Yeah, sure, sure, of course. <laughs> He's like talking like they're his best friends. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, what a life. Mm-hmm. Talking about blues, I was listening. Well, you know, you get down rabbit holes in your ears, you know, yeah. think, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. hear this now. You know, this is what I want to pick out. Um, uh, do you guys know Alabama Shakes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They're so on like, the playlist too. Awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was kind of thinking, you know, as she's, you know, really rocking out and, you know, doing the the wailing scream at the end of some of her songs. It's like, right. she's, you know, that is a bluesy, rocky, you yeah. know, band for sure. Right. 
When everyone is pleasing, I can't get no relief. Christina is desperately trying to find it, but Hole covers Gold Dust Woman. Oh yeah, no, I know. I, it's not on Spotify though. No, I know. That's yeah. I know. I, <laughs> I could have told you that already because I looked. <laughs> I think it was from one of the Crow soundtracks. It was. It was absolutely. So. Yep. Oh, Crow. Those yep. are good movies. Yeah. I think it's it's on YouTube. I can only find it on YouTube. Yeah, I was. Spotify disappoints us sometimes. Yeah. Every now and then. Yeah, not often. Not often. Then we gotta go to the YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Well, YouTube has everything. Right. Well, that one I'm surprised of. Like when we couldn't find, um, like those Foo Fighter covers. Right. I don't think those were actually released like on an album, and I think that's why Spotify Baker doesn't Street have them. Was. was it on the color and the shape? Like, was it on the, like a deluxe version? I don't know. The only reason I bought that album was because of Baker Street being yeah. on. So. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, because of Jay. So. I'm going to take you back to, because I grew up in the 80s. That mm-hmm. was my teenage years. Hair bands. Sure. That's, that's what I listened to. Right. You know, and that's what I learned to play guitar to and all that stuff. And I'm going to take you back to a band from the 80s. I don't know. You probably, you, I think everybody's pro- probably heard of them. Vixen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that that <Sorry>. was enthusiastic. <laughs> She's like, wah, wah. That's a band. <laughs> they were a great they were a great all-girl heavy metal band. Man. Yeah, they they were great. This were maybe where I finally get revenge for the Nickelback thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, man. I think people are gonna hear this song and they're gonna be like, "Yeah, that is a pretty good song." Yeah, I like yeah. that song. Jay got hammered for the Nickelback thing, man. Oh yeah, I know. The, I was the doing guilty it in my pleasures head at home. made me want to get hammered. That's for sure. <laughs> All the crap I got for that. He's like, there's like other people. There's going to be a support group, Nickelback, you know, lovers yeah. of Nickelback. He thought he thought I was going to get yeah. killed for Nickelback being my guilty pleasure, and everybody's like, no, I love Nickelback, dude. I love them. Oh, I opened the door for people to come out of the closet and be like, I love Nickelback. Yeah, yes, they're sure, good. Sure. They're good. I think I would have gotten less crap if I told people I was an anti-vaxer. Yes, <laughs> which I'm not. I am not. Before I get lambasted for that. Right. Oh man. All right, man. Give me Nickelback some. Nickelback has songs. Give me some vixen. <laughs> Nickelback <Give> me... <laughs> has songs. <laughs> well, everybody has songs. <laughs> Give me some vixen. This was like their biggest hit. I don't even know that I'll know it. Let's see. As soon as I hear that beginning. It's typical '80s, man. Smell the Aquanet. Yes. Feel the synthesizer. Oh, it's <laughs> it's typical, typical 80s.
incredibly 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. It's totally 80s hair band. Sure. But they were, they were a great all-girl heavy metal band. I gotta give them props. Hey. I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's exactly what it's supposed to sound yeah. like. Yeah. For that's what I'm thinking. Oh, like a yeah, sticky, like a stock photo. You know, yeah. if you wanted a stock song that yep. was like, what yeah. is you know, what do you, yeah. what feeling do you get? You what get 1984. Right, you know, what was like, the epitome of the 80s? And this, right. This is what it would sure, be right sure. here. Yeah, if we're out of the campground and someone's rocking this in the middle of the summer, I'm not gonna hate it. No. Right. I'm like, yeah, that fits. Yeah, totally. They gotta do the spin. The bass player has to spin. <laughs> Flip the hair. Yep. Is this the girls playing? Is this, yeah. Do they play their own instruments? Yeah. Do they play? Is this the girls? Are they playing for themselves here? <laughs> <laughs> they come kick your butt. Hey, I didn't know if we had like, like a monkey situation. The monkeys yeah. didn't play their own true, instruments. True, Jay true. takes us right to the stereotypical. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the record executives thought, too. Oh, are they going to play their own instruments? You can take anyone who's become commercially popular, and very frequently it's something that's produced for the masses. Oh, sure. Right. Look at your boy right. bands, right? Well, well hey, Millie I mean, Vanilli. So, yeah, look at... I don't know this for certain, but I feel like this is certainly a band that some record executive, you know, some studio was like, we got to yeah. have the female, you know... Well, warrant, right? So, you know, right? Like we have to cultivate so that. All the, all the hair bands, think about it, all the hair bands in the 80s were all white dudes with Aquanet straight sure. up hair. So then once that once that genre starts to fall off, now you got to be like, okay, we got we have to get right, something to right. keep this going. So they come up with an all-girl heavy metal band yep. and then all-black heavy metal band, Living Color. Right. So, which they're very talented musicians, very good musicians. You say, now I know... Now we gotta Reed to, right? But we got to hold on to this era a little longer. So oh, sure. Everybody's used to the white dudes with the aquanetted hair, so we got to get something to catch their attention right, now. Something so for their wives to listen to, right? Exactly. But you, <laughs> you cannot fault me for saying, "Are they actually musicians?" Though, because when you drop something popular in something that's designed to be popular, and you know, into those times. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, I just I laughed at that, but I have no idea if they're actually playing. I mean, I, yeah, I they, just they trust really that are. they are. I they mean, I just re- I you know. Yeah, they were really pretty decent musicians. So I, I think the guitar Lita player Ford. is dead now, but yeah, Lita Ford, she definitely played right, like that. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Joan Jett too, man. Joan Joan Jett's still a rocker to I'm, this day. She's still rocking out. Man. But I'm pretty sure Joey Fatone's not picking up a <laughs> six string and rocking it out synthesizer. Although I would have said the same about Adam Levine till I found out that the dude can actually play guitar. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that either. Oh yeah, he's he's pretty good. That, and uh, what's his name? James Valentine, the guitar player from Maroon Five. Mm-hmm. That dude is a great guitar player, man. Outside of, and John Mayer is the same way. I've he, heard John Mayer live is like yeah, something John, totally didn't more John than Mayer you're on expecting. The radio is yeah. like in my body's a wonderland, but then you go see him live or hear him live, and he's ripping off 
Hendrix and yeah. Steve Uray Vaughn. And yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, what a player, man. Mm-hmm. We've, we've talked about all the studio musicians, like the Wrecking Crew and the guys from Toto, right? Right. They played on Everything. hundreds of thousands Everything. of things. So mm-hmm. it's only natural at some point that they're going to want to yeah. form a band, right? So of course... Right. You've got a lot of talent, even if it's something that comes around like a Maroon 5 where you don't listen to them with the thought of listening for how incredibly talented, talented they are right. as a musician, mm-hmm. I, but they very potentially are. They're, I mean, they're they're hitting the, the airwaves and making their money. Hey, they make catchy music. And they're bringing people out to their shows. Yeah. And then when people get to their shows, they're they're ripping it out. And they're yeah. like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. man, this was even better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So... so I don't, did you have something? Go okay, for it. Okay, so, yeah, you, you know, you, you grew want, up in the, I grew up in the, you know, like I was kind of a 90s, you know, right. that kind of era. And we already mentioned uh, Shirley Manson from Garbage. Yeah, you but like I, you know, <laughs> Great, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I definitely feel like we have to mention her because she was, you know, she was a rockin' lady. Um, definitely had her own look and her... Uh, Aren't she Scottish? So she's freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is she Scottish? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know a lot about like the the punk bands and stuff. I, I'm mm-hmm. not. That wasn't really kind of my thing. You what know? would you? I wouldn't call garbage punk. No. But I mean, there. I mean, there's some inspiration glam, there. Punk glam. I don't I mean, know because they're you know. they're produced by Butch Vig. Yeah. So same guy who's worked with. He's well worked with everyone. He's worked grunge. With, well, and their sound has kind of evolved, right? So, like, Probably. maybe grunge rock, maybe pop rock. You know, like, I mean, some of their songs are definitely a lot poppier than others. Um, the one, I mean, the song I always think of is number one crush when I think of garbage. and <laughs> But. Um, let's see. I was trying to see what. We try not to rely on Wikipedia, but oh. I was just wondering what they were categorized as. Alternative rock, electronic rock, trip hop. I wouldn't I wouldn't call them. That's not trip hop. You know, I, I guess I don't know as much of their later music. And I do know, like, as they sort of evolved, I think they got a little bit um, poppier and maybe yeah. more electronic influence. You know, that that's possible. It's just not really when I was listening to them. Yeah, but know. if I think of trip hop, I think of weird stuff like Goldie. I don't think of sure. garbage. I, no. I would put them closer to... Like Nine Inch Nails, like more of an industrial sound. Yeah, yeah. But again, Butch Vig, who produced them, and he plays gu- he plays guitar, mm-hmm. and he's I think he's done stuff with Soundgarden. He's probably done stuff with Nirvana. Who else has Butch Vig done stuff for? There, Camera Boy. <laughs> I'm taking pictures in the studio. Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. I think he produced Siamese Dream, if I'm not mistaken. So he has that. When I hear Butch Vig, I hear that compressed guitar style, like like buzzing, mm-hmm. like a. And heavy, like fast, of, kind yeah. of, right? Like, and I hear that in earlier, yes. earlier garbage yeah. stuff. I was wondering what song you heard. <laughs> like two. Yeah. Well, my, my favorite's up. number one crush, but, you know, I mean, I'll, you know, I mean, really anything that's early I know and like. For you, I would die for you. I've been 
daughter starts going through her little emo goth phase, oh, sure. I'm going to have to give this song over to her. Absolutely. This is quite a sexy song, though. <laughs> I don't hear it as a sexy song, actually. It's kind of... Oh, really? I Maybe I have it associated with something. But <laughs> I hear it as a girl going down into, like, a dark place. I feel like it's... A, Almost well, obsessed. It's from Romeo and Juliet. The I was going to say, was Romeo it, and Juliet I thought with, it was, uh, too, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Baz Luhrmann. Yes, yeah. yeah. So that's, I, I associate this with that, you know, and, like, that kind of intense relationship that you have that you feel like, you know, ugh, <laughs> that usually crashes and burns in flames, but, you know. Yeah, that pre-adolescent into teenage years relationship where sure. everything is so... High stakes, yeah. you know, <laughs> and lasts a week. Yeah, I would die for you. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was from that movie. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh. Actually, I told Abby when she finished reading Romeo and Juliet, we could watch the different versions of it. Like, the I mean, re- that's a traditional great version, the remake yeah. of it. Yeah. I was wrong, by the way. Butch Vig plays drums, not guitar. And they're... Are they together? They're, Shirley Manson and Butch Vig? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I felt like maybe I thought that they were like an item at one time. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking. Well, that's funny because garbage was where I was going next. Ah. <laughs> If you just type in girl rock stars in this list that comes up, uh-huh. I mean, there's so many that, like, off the top of my head, I don't think of, but then when I see them on the list, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Why didn't I think of that? I mean, you got like who? Debbie Harry from Blondie. Sure, Blondie. Oh, yeah. Uh, was... Patty Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat Benatar, right? Uh, Chrissy Hind. Chrissy Hind was pretenders. someone who was on yes. my list, the per- per- but definitely. Um, Amy Lee from Evanescence. Yeah. Another one who right. I... she Her voice, Evanescence, was never a band that I was super into, but then going back and listening to it when you're not hearing the song all the time on the radio, yeah. and you hear the quality of her voice. I mean, she's another one that, like... I really I can't sing to her, you know? Out. Like, yeah. she, you know... And this one, too, that... I, I don't know how we didn't... Mean, Alanis Morissette. She was also on yeah, my list. She was a yeah. great rocker, yeah. man. And Melissa Etheridge was someone that I wanted yeah, to Melissa bring up. Etheridge that, like, was a I great think, one. You know, I I'd kind of forgotten about her, and I didn't see her on a lot of those lists. But I I felt like I listened to her a lot when you know. And here I didn't think of this one. Liz Fair. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I we just briefly mentioned Fair. her just about that album. Lizzie cover. Hale, who is like rocking it out right mm-hmm. now. She's like really. Is that Hailstorm? Hailstorm, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. And then the Pretty Reckless, right? That's yeah. the other one. That's like Susanna Hoffs. Sure, oh, sure. Bangles. From the Bangles, yeah. Well, I love eyes. me some Susanna oh, Hoffs, man. Eighth, seventh, eighth grade crushes. Lucinda right? Williams was someone that I kind of had thought of yeah, too, Lucinda as like Williams. you know someone you don't hear about as much, but definitely like influential. Again, maybe a little twangy country. I'm just like uh, scrolling through this list. Well, we kind of only put one rule out there for today's episode too, is we're trying to keep it to rock without delving mm-hmm. too much into country, Motown, R and B, and even oh. still, it's getting wildly away oh, from totally. us. Oh, totally. You know, I and, and I, I had people like who the... we talked about um, 
Grace Potter and Grace the Potter and the Nocturnals. Man. Yep, absolutely. That song Paris is just sure. a killer tune. Sure. And then the one that you sent me too. Yeah, and that's that was, that's a great song. <laughs> yeah, it's called Big White Gate. And yeah. it's you know, take a listen. It's a great song. <laughs> um I also had people like the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, like Karen O from the oh, Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Yeah. So like she is my, you know, like right. girl crush, like totally forever. That um, chick is cool. Oh yeah. my goodness. You know, she has new stuff out right now that is like great with danger mouse and she's got some french music you know i mean it's and you gotta talk i mean there's bands too like the go-go's bananarama i mean these were great girl bands Mm man Mm -hmm. so there's there's so many that i mean this could continue on for oh yeah this song forever this could be a a episode two at some point everything we do could be an episode (laughs) once we start diving into it i mean you just start realizing oh my gosh there's so much right it's hard to to narrow this is a great song though song like just hooked from the beginning oh yeah especially i, I wasn't really familiar well with this the was yeah, their yeah, breakout yes. this was yeah. their breakout tune yeah you know. that's why i put it on i was i was gonna ask you have you heard this do you know this song no i don't this is also like on the soft side of what they yeah. do most of the time it's a little bit heavier a little screamier that's how i was when when i first heard paris by grace potter because yeah. i'd heard grace potter do stuff with kenny chesney and country realm and then i was like oh, i'm gonna check them out man and then i bought that album and paris kicks in and i'm like oh my gosh yeah this is a rocket she's an artist that's been playing for like a long time just sort of get, i think she's from california or something right. like just sort of low-key you know right. doing what she does it's not you know maybe the most you know uh radio popular or right. whatever right. but she just does her thing and does it well for yeah. sure Yeah, I think of uh, the yeah, yeah, yeahs and then the kills always comes to mind too. Um, they're a two-piece band, uh, and I believe they're a couple, or else they're they were a couple at one point and now are not a couple, but they're still like partners. You know, like awkward. Well, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what the white stripes went through. Yeah, exactly. Right. that in post <laughs> <laughs> I like the little mistakes man it's what makes a show 
Yeah, that gal from the Kills was also in um, The Dead Weather with Jack yes. White. Mm-hmm. Jack White's had so many bands. Yeah. The Solo Stuff, The Raconteurs, mm-hmm. yeah. Dead Weather, White Stripes. And, and all the stuff that he did with, uh, oh, what's her name, Loretta Lynn? Yeah. Right? Country stuff. He, did he do, produced, no. I think he produced her two albums for her or something like I think that. He's based out of Nashville now. He is. That yeah. went way under my yeah. radar. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's producing. I think he owns a studio down there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Third Man Records up here. And then, right. You know. Did you have something else for us, Christine? Um, well, that song that I sent you is a band that I kind of like. I, I heard about them. Only after watching Letter Kenny, right? Mm-hmm. TV show, <laughs> Canadian funny, TV show, funny show, hilarious show with a great soundtrack. Like, if it's not, the show is not based on its music at all, but the stuff playing in the background is like, you know, I once or twice an episode, I feel like I'm like, you know, shazamming. Like, what is that? You know, like I do I that to... a lot with TV shows. Yeah. Like, what is that song? Yeah. Like? like, I like that, or that has a, you know, a lick in it that I like, or like, what, you know, what is that? And this band called the Pack AD, so it's the Pack A period D period, is a two piece kind of bluesy rock. Um, they're both ladies. Um, they're from, I think, Vancouver, British Columbia. And uh, they've been signed on a couple different indie. Uh, you know, labels, labels, yeah, yeah. labels. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> and I don't think that they've had like a ton of commercial success, but I think um, they they're a good band. You know, like I listened to a couple albums. You know how sometimes a band will have one song, and you're like, right. yeah, that's a good right. song, but the rest of them not so much. I liked this band, and I don't know a ton about them. You know, I just kind of thought I wanted to bring something that maybe not a lot of people knew. I feel like you know, yeah, I don't know. That's it. cool. Yeah. 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 They make a lot of music for a two-piece item, which I like. Nice. A lot of sound. Right. go to uh, the white uh, not the white stripes Ohio band um, Black Keys Black Keys I was the first thing. Black Pistol Fire you know like that kind of just garagey hard sound yeah, you know like fuzzy that's that vocal effect that she has on her that's one of my favorites that people do man it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome
like seeing what two pieces can do too. Yeah. Like the white stripes and black keys. Right. Um, royal blood. Royal blood. Black pistol fire. I like that full sound. You know, you know how the Pandora or Spotify, you have your musical algorithm, right? And it's always recommending things to you. Right, right. So then you try to figure out, like, what is my musical algorithm? You know, what do I like? <laughs> and I really like that full sound, loud, right. like, right. I mean, starting from, like, wall of sound Phil Spector all the way yeah. up. Anything yeah. that has, like, that full, like, a wave of music is coming right. at you, you know, like, and you can turn it up and, like, rock out, you know, like, that's, and it's crazy. that's that, my algorithm. That's coming from a two-piece, you know? piece, I know, awesome. I know. Yeah, I dig it. I yeah, like that it. rocks. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff, man. I just looked. They have like seven albums. Mm-hmm, really? I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's funny how bands like that just slide under mm-hmm. the radar until one day you hear them and you're like, you look them up and they're like, how does this band have 10 albums out that I don't know about? Well, and, and Canadian, <laughs> you know, honestly, Canadian stuff too, because they have a lot of programs that support Canadian artists, right? right? So right. like someone who's not maybe commercially popular in their first or second album can continue making music right. and then maybe hit it on three or four, you know, like the Sheepdogs or, yeah. you know, bands. Or like Nickelbacker. <laughs> or like Nickelback. I mean. You got her so upset she almost knocked over her entire mic stand. Jesus. <laughs> That's the knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> Down goes Frazier. <laughs> Man, we're running long, aren't we? Oh, man. What are we coming up on? Almost two hours. Ooh, we're at wow. 150. Loquacious. Yeah. <laughs> this is our longest episode yet. I know, right? Mega edition. <laughs> well, what do you say, man? You want to wrap it up or? No, but we probably, uh, we probably <laughs> should. Not we make probably anybody should. listen to anymore. Right. So this is good to know when you add a, another voice into the mix it just keeps going they're gonna be longer, longer episodes yeah. Yeah. yeah well it's good stuff man like that last band yeah well i i've we've probably done that on a lot of episodes where we get out something that a lot of people don't know of right mm-hmm. and that's well, the, the that's one, one for us it, which is uh, really cool lake lake street lake drive, lake street drive. drive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well you know she's got a fantastic he voice he introduced yeah. Rachel, to me yeah. a couple episodes yeah. ago and they're just great man yeah mm-hmm. what a great band green eyes and a heart of gold yeah that's a great song too by did, them that did was... i did i tell you i reached out to their publicist yeah yeah, yeah. so oh, cool. i want to see if i can score an interview with, cool. with her or anyone else yeah 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 we got one interview coming up yeah here on the air pretty soon so awesome yeah all right well thanks for letting me come sit down with you guys i had a good time yeah, yeah. thanks for joining us <laughs> yeah we'll perfect have to do yes. it again really for good sure blend. yeah 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 definitely all right yeah you actually didn't get shy on the microphone which is good <laughs> well maybe no, only no. a couple times very but. natural <laughs> yeah most, most people they put a mic in front of them and they're like oh my god I don't know what to say. Now. Well, I mostly listen to the episodes going like, I can't believe you didn't say this person. You know? <laughs> so yeah, then I felt like I had to, Oop, I want to say this person. We, Oop, this person. It's all on you lot. now. Yeah. <laughs> we get that a lot from people. They're like, I was listening to my car and I wanted to talk back to you. Guys. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, oh good. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's what we want. We right. want people that are right. like wanting to interact with right. the show, yeah. you know? So that's good. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Definitely have to come in again. Well, cool. For sure. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. uh I hit had that natural flow really time. quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would definitely well. do it again. So, cool. <laughs> what do you want to take us out with, man? I queued up a little blondie. Oh, Ooh. nice. Yeah. Bravo. 
wanted to... that's, a, that's a good exit song. Yep. Bookend it with a really, really strong stuff in and out of the episode. Nice. Cool. So, thanks Very for listening. Good. Everybody, thanks for listening. Especially if you're live from the basement. Yeah, if you powered through two hours. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, thank you so much. All Christine, right. thanks for being in the studio with yes. us. Thank you. Awesome. It was great. All right, peace yeah. out. See you next time. Bye.